today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuuman, who sponsored this fine program, uh, are back uh, once again. And Adam is back once again. Hope you had a good week, my friend. How's that life treating you? Well, you know what? It's been treating me quite well, Bill, to be honest with you. I mean, I have no complaints. I mean, I still got my fingers, my arms, and I'm, I'm excited about Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm about I to- know, I know what you're excited about more than anything else. Uh, and if, if people who listen to this program would, would know all this, but this is a very big day, not because it's Thanksgiving weekend be coming up, but because of this. That's right. James Bond. License to kill history of violence I could be speaking to my own reflection only your skills die with your body mine will survive long after I'm gone history isn't kind to men who play God I thought I was a big James Bond fan until years and years ago I met Adam Oldfield. Uh, you live, breathe, and 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 worship a James Bond. Uh, and the movie's only been up for a few hours. How many times have you seen it so far? Uh, the seats have been <laughs> reserved, and that's funny you say that, Bill. The seats have been reserved the minute I was allowed to in the theater. I, I actually, just so I don't have any complications, I ship them to both Cineplex uh, all of the theaters, all my copies of my COVID vaccination, so we would have no complications. I've got my seats reserved. Michelle and I are ready for James Bond. You're up. I actually said to Michelle, I'm going to rent a DB5 because I just got to take this last uh, Daniel Craig moment and soak it up as best as we can. So anyway, we're going to look really weird driving into the theater with the DB5 as I walk through with my suit, my tuxedo, or uh, however we do it. But I am... <laughs> Super excited, Bill. And I even got the fancy seats. It's been so long since I've been in a theater oh, since yeah. COVID. Um, I got the fancy seats where it shakes so I can feel the the thunder and the and the action happen of the James Bond movie. So I will give you a thorough report, Bill. I will give you a thorough report, but unfortunately, it won't be today. I can only tell you it's going to happen this weekend. Well, what's really cool about this, too, is uh, is... You know, this is his last movie, of course, and I, I know we said that before, but this is final. Uh, and I've looked at the reviews <laughs> of the movie so far, and of course, this has been held off for over a year now because of COVID. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be released a long time ago, back in, in early 2020, and now, you know, near the end of it, we finally get the movie out here. But it's getting rave reviews. All the critics, uh, you know, who maybe half expected you're just going to kind of walk through this and collect the paycheck and go off into the sunset, say this is a really, really good movie, and he's really good in it. So, you know, I, I've told you before, because of COVID, I was very apprehensive about ever, you know, going into a movie theater anytime soon. Uh, yep. Boy, this is making me change my mind. Uh, this is, this is going to be an epic movie. It is. I, I am so excited about the, the thrill of it. And you know what? You made a very good point. You're right. It's been held off so long, Bill. They had to do reshoots because the technology, the phones were outdated. So they had to reshoot the film parts where he was looking at his phone and some of the some of the actual technology had to be reshot before the film was released again. So uh, that tells you how long it's been sitting on somebody's shelf. Well, I know that uh, that you know you 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 know, through vicariously through uh, Daniel Craig and James Bond, but I know you're a big fan of Q too, the guy that gives them all the gadgets all the time. So uh, enjoy it. You get you guys are going to have a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's get into the program. Speaking of gadgets, uh, and some news from Instagram right off the bat. 
Well, yeah, we have heard a lot about Facebook and I know many people were upset and this has been talked about quite a bit that as as we heard, many of uh, Facebook's WhatsApp and Instagrams went down uh, and, and you know, we all managed to survive, Bill. Like, I, I think people are still able to eat function and otherwise. But one of the announcements made this past week after the uh, servers were back up was Instagram is retiring IGTV. A lot of local people here in Hamilton have been using the IGTV, whether it's a real estate agent or a local retail store. The brand is getting all kind of mixed up and they're going to be putting it into one simple video feed, which I think was smart at the beginning. So don't be too lost. Don't be concerned. It's not Facebook is offline, everyone. Instagram has simplified their video format to make it easier. Also announced in the last couple of weeks was Instagram Kids, which was going to come out specifically for the safety of children to upload videos to be integrated in social media has been shelved. A lot of that is becoming uh, primarily because of body shaming and a lot of the issues that Instagram's getting psychologically. Um, this is one of the reasons they're shelving it for uh, all the backlash that is coming out on them, Bill. Speaking of uh, changes and, and, and modifications, uh, I'm told that Amazon is actually uh, doing a, a fine tune on Alexa these days. Well, you know, this is very important. And you may have noticed that before. You and I have talked about Alexa in the past with Amazon and otherwise. But Amazon has now made a little bug update. You, you, need, to, you need to upgrade your Alexa box uh, just to make sure you got the firmware updated to the latest division. But Amazon is updated to remove a bug, the most annoying bug of all. And that is you might be asking Alexa a question. You might be asking Alexa to do something. But, you know... Bill, uh, we're, we're actually quite versed, you and I, when we talk, uh, we kind of think of what we say and we say it clearly. Not everyone is able to do that. So, uh, or in that process, get lost in their thoughts while they're asking. Um, so Alexa had a very, very bad habit of over-talking you. So mm-hmm. in the middle of saying, Alexa, what is the weather in and you're thinking of the city, it would start to answer. The weather right now is going to be, no, wait, I want to know my, stop over-talking me, Alexa. This is a bug that they're fixing, and apparently they're going to adjust it so it actually has a little more patience before it tries to answer your question. So uh, if anyone's annoyed by that feature where you're talking and you're trying to get your words out or put your sentence together and Alexa just starts talking and then you have to stop and do it again, Alexa is going to be improved. You can now trust you're going to have the ability to ask the question, have a little more time that Alexa will give you before you'll get that answer. Speaking of upgrades, uh, Twitter is in the game right now too. As a matter of fact, with a, a, a warning advisory? This is ingenious, Bill. This is something I think Facebook needs to use anything where you can comment and post. And if you look at at social media, uh, primarily in Hamilton, London, anywhere in the local cities, you just you say something and you post it. And afterwards, you're thinking it might have been an innocent comment. And the next thing you know, there's 3000 responses and they're all just attacking or commenting or, uh, you know, really aggravated or or frustration. This feature in Twitter has just been updated. And what it's doing, it's a pilot project, Bill, just to be clear. It's an algorithm that what happens is as you're writing and you're commenting or you're posting something, it will give you an analysis 
of whether or not you're about to create an intense and heated argument with everyone online. It's going to go, hold on now, back up. Think of it as a conscience. It's the Twitter, I'm calling it the Twitter conscience, but it's a Twitter conversation that's going to say, you might want to think about this before you post. Otherwise, you're about to upset a lot of citizens. And if you're ready for the backlash and the comment hatred to come at you, then please proceed. Otherwise, you may want to think about what you're about to post. That's going to be interesting to see what kind of reaction that gets. Uh, Google's Maps has got something that's kind of coming out that I, I think is really kind of a cool idea, especially now because we're into fall and the changing of leaves and everything. It's, it's kind of an eco-friendly uh, app, isn't it? It is an eco-friendly app. And Google Google Maps has a lot of updates that I'll be talking about on Tech Talk over the next couple of weeks, particularly one we spoke about a few weeks back, that it gives you uh, an indication of the best route that's most economical and, and doesn't use uh, or will give you the least amount of carbon footprint. That is great. This one is actually getting upgraded even more when you fly you'll be able to see now aircraft are actually generating less pollution with carbon footprint and so forth. But the carbon emissions are one of the worst when it comes to flying. In fact, uh, I believe one of the backlashes of Mr. Prime Minister when he took a vacation last week was, uh, was that he flew out to meet his family. Well, Google Maps will now indicate how much your flight, if you book a flight and you're, you're destined to fly to whatever city, it will tell you now, Bill, how many carbon emissions your airplane or jet will be emitting. So it's almost, I guess, a little bit of guilt flying to make you go, hey, I hope you enjoy that flight, but you're just about to destroy the environment. Safe flying. So it's a bit of a, I don't know if it's an awareness thing or otherwise, but you're going to get a very clear idea when you fly using Google Maps, when you're checking the destination and the flight you're on, how many carbon emissions and how, how you are impacting the environment on that flight. This is uh, Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield. Uh, we do this every Friday at 11.35, of course, brought to you by Vacuum Man. Uh, what's going on with Apple this week? Well, Apple has a lot of announcements we know that are coming out, and one that everyone should be thankful for. Apple is forcing their developers of their programs that they have to make sure that when you delete an account, it deletes everything. You know, sometimes you delete something and there's still a little trace of your files or otherwise on the server. Apple is really hammering down developers to say, hey, if you want to make stuff for Apple users, you're going to need to make sure when they delete it, you they delete everything. That, that means the files, all of the information of which is stored on the server that we have access to is removed. So this is a great little feature. You can feel a little more confident with Apple that they're going to remove all elements when you delete an app. All right. Uh, it wouldn't be a tech talk if we didn't do something about drones. What's going on this week? <laughs> well, this one, every time I talk about it, Bill, all I'm doing is I take every topic we talk and now I'm, I'm putting them together. <laughs> and more or less what's happening right now is that uh, Caltech uh, has put together a drone that is a little, it's actually a little scary to be honest with you, but it's so neat to look at. It's called Leonardo or Leo for short. And this robot has multi-jointed legs, meaning it can walk, but it also has propellers on its arms. So it flies like a drone. 
So Caltech has launched this new uh, robotic drone that's going to be able to now not only fly, but walk over terrains. The idea behind it is that it doesn't have any limitations over where it's located. So um, when I guess really, where would we see this? Imagine a package or your pizza no longer just flying to your house, but it would now fly and a robot would extend its legs and then the pizza would be able to be delivered as it walks up to your stairs. Do you remember the old days of Netflix uh, when you know, you'd say, oh, you know, want to watch so-and-so? Uh, and Netflix would actually give you a message and say, if you enjoyed James Bond, you might want to check, and they'd give you three or four suggestions. Uh, Google's doing something like that now, aren't they? Well, Google's really upping the ante when it comes to when you do a search for something. So let me give you an example of what we're going to see in your new Google search. Say you go to a website and, uh, the, well, let's talk about how it works now. You go to a website, you want to buy something, and you're like, you know, you search of the options they give you. You click the button, you go to the website, and, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But you may be asking yourself as well, what other options do I have? The way you do it now is you have to click the back button and then look at the other options. Google is now giving you the ability as you're on the website, you're looking to purchase the product or service, a little column will be on the right-hand side and it will now give you other competitors. So you don't have to hit the back button, Bill. If you want to shop at other stores or other services, you can now just click the next business of choice without needing to go back to Google. So it's going to make it even more competitive online when you're searching for services. Uh, we love smart appliances and uh, what's going on with Amazon? I think this one uh, this one may take the cake. This one is uh, really amazing, actually. Amazon, as we know, and their announcements they, that they talked about is really to take over the home environment. Well, Amazon Go was a storefront that was tested out in the West Coast where you could walk into a store, grab your eggs and milk and everything else and put it in your cart and walk out. It would then calculate and know what you took, how much you took and charge it. Well, Amazon is now about to develop a new fridge that comes with the same Features. It's got cameras, sensors, all sorts of features that are going to now know that when your milk is low or you're out of eggs, it will automatically be able to update your app or automatically schedule your, your grocer to prepare your next grocery meal. So it's a new Amazon fridge and it works on the same elements of which the store did. No touching, feeling or otherwise, it will just know what you're eating and what you're out of. Uh, fascinating stuff. Uh, we usually do the hack of the week here, and you've got a monster hack, I guess, to talk about this week. Yeah, this one takes the absolute cake. We've been doing Tech Talk for multiple years, I think more than five years, actually, Bill, between uh, little segments. And this one wins above all else. It is hack of the years. Five years, to be exact. Uh, it has just come out that uh, all SMS text messages in the U.S. Um, has been discovered that they've been hacked for five years. Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T, all of them have just announced this past week that billions of text messages, and that's yearly billions of text messages, have been infiltrated. Um, Cineverse, which is a company, and what that does is takes a message from one carrier and makes sure it gets to the next carrier, like an AT&T to a Verizon, or think of it as a Bell to a Rogers. That product, that, that company, was uh, basically hacked for five years. They had a malware infiltrated, and it was able, able to access all text messages, all images, all content, banking, passwords, you name it. Just another reason, Bill, you may want to upgrade to Signal, a messaging program, or Telegram messaging program. 
Uh, we're just about out of time, but I, I've got to squeeze this in because we want to finish the show off with a birthday wish this time around. Happy birthday to Siri. Ten years old yes. now. Uh, still can't spell, but ten years old. <laughs> ten years ago, ten, the Apple Digital Assistant Siri was announced. And the iPhone maker, honestly, I have an iPhone as that I use as a side piece here, Bill. Um, and I actually don't mind it. it. It does okay. Still not as good as Google. But um, ten years ago, it had a lot of flaws. It was one of those circumstances that it maybe didn't spell right, didn't ask the question. It kept asking you, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Could you ask again? And I'll give you an example. I like to put a reminder in my in my Apple as I have a desktop and I do use Siri for that. I say, remind me uh, to to sign into Tech Talk. Um, and Siri on about three times says, um, could you ask the question again? And, and this is just this week, Bill. Siri has yet <laughs> to be able to get it correct. In fact, it's it reminded me last night at five o'clock, you and I were supposed to be having a show. Of course, it was off by a day um, in the wrong time zone, but it's getting there, Bill. It only takes a little more time, but Apple's got to really spend some effort to try and get Siri fixed. Ten years later, it still can't get certain things right. Oh, I know, and it's it's awfully frustrating for an awful lot of people because usually when you say Siri, there's an adjective you in front of Sir. But we can't repeat those adjectives on the show this week anyway. Uh, we do this every Friday. Tech Talk brought to you by our good friends at Vacuuman, and uh, it's heading toward the winter season. Uh, time to get your uh, filters cleaned out and your ducts cleaned out, and of course, Vacuumans are the guys to do that. Uh, all the best, Adam, to you and Michelle. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bill. Have a great weekend. Take care. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.